The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contest, including our NFL Win Titles Contest, with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. That's the promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. That's only available on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. You are listening to what has been the hottest show on the network, the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X. Yep, we're done with Twitter. We're just going straight to X now. At SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the X account of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other account that was ready for Twitter to become X. That is, of course, at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. That is where I tweet about all other sports, not just soccer. And also where I post my monthly P&Ls. That's why I actually do post my results because I am genuinely a tracked and transparent handicapper who has delivered 122 months in a row of transparent track profit. And I'm on the way to month number 123. That means for over a decade, I have been undefeated in sports betting. Yes, I've had losing days. I've even had losing weeks, but I've never had a losing month in over a decade. All of the spreadsheets are there. The pin tweet on that Twitter account at LockBettingX is always the P&L from the previous month. But if you want to dig through and see all of the other spreadsheets, you don't need to. They're all put up on a website, LockBetting.com. And I encourage people to do that. Do your due diligence. Do your research before you commit to purchasing any kind of package. Only do that once you're happy with the spreadsheets. And I'm not just talking about looking at the bottom and saying, oh yeah, there's a profit. Oh yeah, there's a profit for that month too. No, have a look at the clientele comments and also have a look at the type of bets. We don't chase losses with bigger bets. So you won't see five unit five star plays, 10 unit maxes or 20 unit whales or 50 unit play of the year plays, which aren't yearly, they're weekly or even daily for some people. None of that. It's all sensible bankroll management and it has resulted in a profit every single month for what is going to be 123 months in a row. 
So, moving on with this edition of the EPL show. Once again, the action begins on Friday. This is going to be a regular thing. And we start with Chelsea at home to Luton Town. Luton Town did not play last weekend because there are issues with their ground being ready for the Premier League. For those of you that don't know about Kenilworth Road, just go and Google it or have a look on YouTube how unequipped it was for Premier League football. And that's why they've had to renovate it in time for the new season. So Luton travel across to Stamford Bridge to play Chelsea tonight, where Chelsea are the two to seven favourites to win the game. It's five to one on the draw and Luton are the nine to one underdogs. I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win in this game. And perhaps it could be a convincing one as well. I've looked at a couple of ways to bet this game. I'm interested in Chelsea to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. And I'm also looking at Chelsea with over two and a half goals tacked on. I think this is the type of game where Chelsea can get right. I think they've looked pretty good, actually, for the first two games. Despite the fact they lost last time 3-1 against West Ham, I definitely thought that went against the run of play. And whilst they were lucky at times against Liverpool, they certainly could have won that game in the second half. So I don't think it's been a disastrous start for Chelsea. And I do think this is the type of game where they can capitalise and perhaps they can get over 2.5 goals just by themselves. Chelsea and Luton's three combined games so far have produced 11 goals and neither team looks confident at the back. So there is way for Luton to contribute towards the over 2.5 goals here. And if that is the case, Chelsea would need to score three goals to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. But as I said, from what I've seen from Chelsea, they are capable of doing that. Chelsea are without a clean sheet in 13 competitive games, but have definitely improved going forward under Mauricio Pochettino, while Luton shipped four goals against Brighton and their opponents also hit the woodwork three times. So this is a great opportunity for someone like Nicholas Jackson to get off the mark. He's been an attacking threat throughout the first two games, averaging three shots per game and has actually generated 1.14 expected goals. I definitely think he's a decent shout to open his account tonight at the price of 6 to 5 plus 120. So getting plus money on Jackson to score tonight against Luton, I think is a definite possible bet for me. Chelsea themselves have generated 3.54 expected goals in their opening two games and Luton, as I mentioned, shipped four goals against Brighton. These two sides met in the FA Cup in both 2021 and 2022 and Chelsea scored three goals on both occasions. So I think Chelsea can score three goals again here today. Uh, My main lean narrowly is Chelsea to win with the over two and a half goals tacked on. That selection is available at the price of 10 to 11. I think there's solid value on that selection. I also like Chelsea at exactly the same price to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. And I also like Nicholas Jackson anytime with Chelsea to win at six to four. So that bumps you up from Nicholas Jackson to score, which is at six to five plus 120 to 
plus 150 if you add Chelsea to win. So it's to score and win, Nicholas Jackson to score and Chelsea to win. And that's at 6-4 to four rather than Jackson any time at 6-5. to five. I do think Chelsea win this game. I do think they win convincingly. And I do think they find a way to put those chances that they've created in the last few games in the back of the net against the Luton side, who I think will definitely be relegated and who are definitely out of their depth in the Premier League this season. Before we move on to Saturday's games, let me tell you guys about game time. Buying tickets to your favourite events shouldn't be stressful. I've had numerous stressful experiences in the past. I'm actually going through that at the moment with um, tickets for KSI versus Tommy Fury. My kid wants to go. The website says they are sold out. I think some of these companies do this to say they're sold out and then suddenly tickets will appear for a lot more money on secondary markets that are actually owned by the original promoters, which is a big scam that's going on at the moment. But it shouldn't be the stressful. And game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy and theatre events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and your best price guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and actually start getting hyped up for the fun you'll have at the event. Unless, of course, your team is losing, which is never fun. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theatre and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let me also tell you guys quickly about Underdog Fantasy because August is almost over and you know what that means. Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. You set it, forget it, and Underdog does the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time, with $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to just the winner. Do you have what it takes to win it all? The time is now. The last day to draft your fantasy football team is September the 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and your promo code SGPN. And the whole world is wondering, what's it going to take to stop this U.S. team? Megan Rapino to give them quite the advantage. What will she do here? Rapino, no! Never forget, guys. Never forget. Let's move on to Saturday. 
And we're looking at the game here between Bournemouth and Tottenham, which will open up the Saturday slate. 12.30pm UK time, 5.30pm Eastern time, where Tottenham are the even money favourites off the back of beating Manchester United at home. Bournemouth are the 13-5 underdogs and it's 3-1 here on the draw. This is a game where I expect Tottenham to build on beating Manchester United last weekend. Tottenham made a strong start to the season, they have four points out of six. Getting a draw away to Brentford is quite a respectable result in the modern era. And uh, beating Manchester United at home is, of course, a very good result for Spurs. And they should build on it here against a Bournemouth team who should be battling to stay in the Premier League this season. I think they will be able to achieve it when I look at the likes of Luton, Everton, Wolves and, of course, Sheffield United, who I heavily tipped to go down at the start of the season, then I think Bournemouth should be okay. But I do expect Tottenham to emerge here with a win, and I do think this will be a game that features goals, just because of the way Bournemouth now play under the new manager, and because of the way Tottenham, of course, play under Postacoglu. These two sides played out two five-goal thrillers last season as well, and I think goals will be on the agenda once again. Both teams have scored in both of their games this season, so I feel they can combine for at least over 2.5 goals in this game. This one's going to be relatively simple. We're going to take over 2.5 goals as our main selection. It is a little bit of a juiced selection, so if you want to extract more value from it, you can take over 2.5 goals and both teams to score added on. That takes you up to even money. So you can get even money plus 100 if you add the both teams to score with the over two and a half goals. But if you just take the over two and a half goals, you will have to take it at the price of eight to 13. So that's under four to six minus 150. But there's a reason for that. That's because we have strong data to suggest that we will see a high scoring game. If you want something for an outsider price, then I would be looking at Tottenham and BTTS. Tottenham and BTTS is available at five to two plus 250. As I do lean, Tottenham will win the game coming into it off the back of a 2-0 impressive win against Man United. Bournemouth have just one point from their first two games, but they did score in both of those games. And I think they'll be able to score again in this one. Up next, we move on to our three o'clock kickoffs and we begin with Arsenal at home to Fulham, where Arsenal are the 1-4 minus 400 favourites on their own turf. It's 11-2 on the draw. And it's 12 to 1 here on Fulham. Fulham got exposed last weekend against Brentford. They took the chances that Everton did not take the prior week. And I think Fulham, without Mitrovic this season, could be a team who also struggle. I expect Arsenal to maintain their perfect start to the season. They have two wins in two games, although they just scraped by in those games, winning both of them by a single goal. I think this is a game where I expect Arsenal to win more convincingly and cover the Asian handicap of minus 1.5 against a Fulham team who went down 3-0 at home to Brentford last time out and who have faced 15 shots on target across their opening two games. If Arsenal managed to 
produce a number of shots, double digit shots on goal, then I expect him to score maybe three, maybe four and to comfortably cover the handicap here in this game. Arsenal have scored at least three goals in seven of the last nine home league games, stretching back to last season, although they didn't do it on the opening day here. I expect them to run out as comfortable winners against the Fulham team who allow you to shoot at will and who've only managed four shots on target themselves in their first two games combined. So I think they'll struggle here. I think this is a game where Arsenal can win more convincingly, put their foot down and rack up the goals. And for that reason, I'm going to take Arsenal to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line at what I think is a decent price of 7-10 to here for this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Brentford and Palace, where Brentford are the 11 to 10 home favourites. It's 23 to 10 on the draw, and it's 13 to 5 here on Crystal Palace. Brentford are very, very solid at home. They won 10 of their 19 home league games last season, losing just twice. And they look to continue to be a force at home this season. They opened up with a 2-2 draw against Tottenham. And they come into this one off the back of a 3-0 win away to Fulham. I think they can make home advantage count here against a Palace side who failed to win at any team who finished in the top half last season. This is the type of game that Brentford have been winning at home. Brentford are free scoring as well, despite the fact they don't have Ivan Tony and people thought they would struggle. They hit five goals in two games and four of the last five home wins have actually been accompanied by clean sheets. So this is going to be difficult for a Palace team to score who lost Wilfred Zaha in the summer and don't have Elise playing at the moment. So goals are going to be hard to come by. They've only scored one so far this season. So for me, everything does point to Brentford winning again here. I'm going to take Brentford simply on the money line to get it done. And we can get that at the price of 6 to 5 plus 120 if we shop around or widely available at the 11 to 10 that I already quoted. Up next, the final game we'll cover from the three o'clock kickoffs because Manchester United and Nottingham Forest is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC and there's going to be a huge inquest over on that show. So it's Everton versus Wolves where Everton are the five to four favourites. It's nine to four on the draw and it's nine to four here on Wolves. I was tempted to make the play from this game, the lock on the show. In the end, I haven't just because it's almost too easy. And I'm worried about these two looking at each other in a six-pointer and deciding this is the game where we're going to try and score goals. But ultimately, this should be a nailed-on under two-and-a-half goal selection. And I think the price of 45 minus 125 is actually generous given the data. Everton are yet to score a single goal this season. And Wolves have only scored one goal in two games. The visitors, Wolves, managed 12 goals in 19 Premier League away games last season. And overall, they had the worst attack in the league, scoring just 31 goals. Everton were a close second to that. So when you're looking at this game, there's absolutely no reason to think that it could go over two and a half goals. The problem is that Wolves were ripped apart last weekend and so were Everton. So that's the only part that scares me because the data is so obvious 
that the under at 4 or 5 minus 125 is almost slapping you in the face. I will be backing this tomorrow. I don't know what stake I'm going to be putting on it, but it will be a play over for my clients at lockbetting.com. It hasn't quite made it as the lock because, as I said, it's like a slap in the face. It's like a big red circle around it saying, yes, this is the lock this week. These two teams can't score against anybody. Why would they score against each other? And just maybe, maybe they will score against each other because they both shipped a combined eight goals between them last weekend. And that is ultimately my only concern. But my play here is going to be under two and a half goals. And that one is available for some reason at four to five minus one twenty five here for this one. The final game for Saturday, because, of course, Man United versus Nottingham Forest is covered exclusively over on BetMUFC along with the inquest into the Spurs result, because we were awful, is Brighton versus West Ham. Brighton are the one to two favourites here to win this game. It's 18 to five on the draw and it's 19 to four here on West Ham. Brighton have made a very good start to the season, but I don't think this is a very generous line on Brighton. They've done what they've been expected to do. They've beaten what's in front of them, albeit convincingly, which means they are top of the table going into this game. But West Ham are definitely the best team that they've faced so far. And while I do think Brighton will win it, I'm going to try and get away from that money line price. And we're going to take something at a much bigger price here instead. We're going to go for Brighton to win the game. And we are going to tack on BTTS. That gets us well away from the 4-7, which is actually 1-2 minus 200 in places, and gets us a 2-1 plus 200 selection instead. Brighton have been fantastic so far, winning both games 4-1 to put themselves top of the table. But they conceded in both of those games, and West Ham are the best opponent they've faced so far. Brighton have shown defensive vulnerabilities against both of those two teams, and they are two of the least attacking teams in the division, in my opinion, conceding to Luton, who we don't know as much about yet, but definitely conceding to Wolves. That gives West Ham a real chance to find a back of the net here in this one, especially as Brighton have conceded in their last six Premier League games. West Ham have only won three of their 19, only won three of their 19 away games since the start of last season, but have scored in 20 of their 22 competitive games since their last trip to Brighton. So I think this is a very, very good value play. And we're going to take it as our lean here for this one. A lot bigger than what we normally take, but I think there's strong data to support it. A Brighton win with both teams to score tacked on is available at 2-1, to one, plus 200 here for this one. If you want to take something slightly safer, then you could take Brighton and over two and a half goals. The difference is this doesn't need a West Ham contribution for it. Brighton can score all three goals and uh, win this game comfortably with a clean sheet. I don't think that will happen, but if you do feel safe for taking it, Brighton and over two and a half goals is available at six to five plus 120, but I'm willing to stick my neck out on the BTTS added to the Brighton money line and we'll take the two to one plus 200 play here for this one. Before we move on to Sunday's games, let me tell you guys about DraftKings. You've waited all year and the time has finally arrived. College football is back and so are the traditions, the tailgates and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So if you or anyone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. And finally, let me tell you guys about SGP Patreon. Make sure you check out our Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest, with a $1,000 first prize. The guys just recorded their first sports gambling podcast, Stories podcast, just for Patreons, chronicling the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. There is even a Discord channel just for Patreons. The Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out all their picks for free. The Patreon, though, is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. So if you want to get involved, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Moving on to Sunday's slate, and we begin with the two o'clock kickoff between Burnley and Aston Villa. Aston Villa coming off the back of smashing Hibernian 5-0 in the Europa Conference League qualify. That's a competition that I definitely think Aston Villa will be able to win this season. I do think they're definitely worth looking at as a potential Europa Conference League winner. They are, of course, the favourites at the moment, but we will have Europa League teams dropping into that competition if they don't qualify from their Europa League groups. But ultimately, I don't think it will matter. The squad that Aston Villa have built this season will be challenging for the top six, if not the top four. They are the six to five favourites to win away to Burnley this weekend. Burnley are the 23 to 10 dogs and it's five to two here on the draw. This is the type of game that Aston Villa should be winning if they want to challenge for the top four this season. As for Burnley, they don't really want to start the season with two home defeats. So they will want to get something here from this game. I do worry about Villa beginning their Thursday-Sunday dichotomy. And it's the first time they've experienced it. And they went with a very, very strong team for the trip to Hibernian. So I'm going to stray away from Aston Villa winning this game. Although I do think they will. And I'm going to go for both teams to find a net here. I do think Burnley will be able to open up their account against an Aston Villa team who did keep a clean sheet last week, but that was against Everton, who can't seem to score against anyone. They haven't scored a single goal this season, but the week before they did ship five against Newcastle. So there is hope for Burnley here, who hit 49 goals in 23 home games in the championship. And they'll be extra fired up for this because they've had a two-week break. Villa have scored nine goals across their last two games, but they do have that quick turnaround, which is why I'm straying away from taking them on the money line here for this game. The visitors have also conceded in six consecutive away league games. So 
good data for Burnley to find a net here. Not worried about Aston Villa scoring here. We're going to take both teams to score as our lean for this game at the price of 10 to 13. So just shy of 45 minus 125, 10 to 13 here for this one. Up next, we move on to Manchester City's trip to Sheffield United, where City are the 1-6, to six, minus 600 favourites to win this game. It's 13-2 to two here on the, the draw, and Sheffield United are the 16-1 to one underdogs at home on their own turf. That may seem slightly ridiculous, but I can't argue with it because I am going to take Man City to win this game. I find it very difficult to see Sheffield United getting anything out of this game or keeping it close or even finding the back of the net. This is a Man City team who have yet to concede in the Premier League this season. Last week, a lot of people circled the game against Newcastle as a potential banana skin. City were at home where they've been unstoppable last season. They won 17 of 19 games, but they did have a shorter preseason than everybody else, which has been pointed out on this show as well. But the line movement was crazy. They went it went from Manchester City being at four to six minus one fifty to being at four to five to being at ten to eleven minus one ten. I think the game went off at close to Man City being even money favourites, which is crazy considering their record last season and what they did to top clubs in the Champions League. And in the end, they navigated a very routine victory. That's what City have done so far. They've navigated two very routine victories in the Premier League, and I see nothing but the same here in this game. I think City will be able to win and will be able to win with a clean sheet against a Sheffield United team that have only scored one goal so far in their first two games. But Sheffield United have also only conceded three goals in those two games. They conceded one at home to Palace and two away to Nottingham Forest. Obviously, this is a big step up with lots of fixtures on the horizon I can see Manchester City taking their foot off the accelerator once things get comfortable. That's what they did against Burnley. They only won that second half 1-0 after going in at halftime 2-0 up. They're still a team who are trying to conserve energy. It still remains a fact that Manchester City did have two weeks less to prepare for the season because... They started two weeks later because they played on longer at the end of last season because they fucking won everything. So that is actually a fact. Therefore, I think whilst they try to conserve energy, we won't see Manchester City scoring four or five goals in this game. We're not going to take Manchester City to nil just in case Sheffield United do manage to nick something off a set piece or through some sort of fluke means in this game, maybe on the counter-attack. Manchester City aren't a team who very often do keep three clean sheets in a row. If they are going to do it, they're going to do it here because this is almost the perfect opponent. So whilst I do like Manchester City to win to nil, which is available at the price of 45 minus 125, I will go for Manchester City and under four and a half goals. That's slightly more juiced at four to six minus 150. But I do not see five goals in this game. And I do see Manchester City winning it very, very comfortably. I think this is going to be a 2-0, 3-0 type of game. So I think you will win this quite convincingly if 
Manchester City do manage to concede. I don't think they're going to score four goals to put your play in danger. But like I said, I'm not expecting a Sheffield United contribution here. Manchester City have routinely navigated both of their wins so far. And I think this is another one en route to a 100% winning start. It's the last thing all the contenders in the Premier League wanted to see. Manchester City starting with three straight wins, but that's what's going to happen. Manchester City and under four and a half goals is my selection here for this one. And that's available at the price of four to six minus 150 here for this game between Sheffield United and Man City. The other two o'clock kickoff on Sunday. That's two o'clock UK time, which is, of course, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time in the U.S., The final game we cover is the game of the weekend as Newcastle are hosting Liverpool and Newcastle getting a ton of respect here from the books who really fancied them to win this game. They've priced them up as the 11 to 10 favourites. It's 14 to 5 on the draw and it's 21 to 10 here on the Scousers Liverpool. So I find it hard to accept Newcastle as an 11 to 10 favourite against Liverpool. That means you are getting four to six minus 150 on Liverpool to not lose to this team. Four to six minus 150 on Liverpool to not lose to Newcastle. Liverpool haven't lost a game so far this season. They're unbeaten. So they've gone to Chelsea already and picked up a point. They navigated themselves a win against Bournemouth last weekend, albeit they were down to 10 men. They still managed to see out that last period with 10 men without conceding a goal. So I thought Liverpool were impressive last week and I think they've been impressive so far. They do look like a team who are going to do better than last season. They do look like a team who are going to finish in the top four. Newcastle did pick up a very, very strong home win against Aston Villa. But they really picked off Aston Villa, who were pushing for the equaliser in that game. And as they conceded that third, they continued to push and Newcastle just ripped them to pieces. That could happen again because Liverpool are similar to Villa in terms of being a front foot team. But they're also going to be more clinical in front of goal. When you look at the attacking options, as good as Villa have done in the transfer market, Liverpool are stronger with Gakpo, Nunes, Diaz, Jota and of course Mo Salah who is heavily rumoured to be going to the Saudi league not this season despite the fact that the the rumours are that they want him this season it looks more likely to be next season so this could be Salah's last season in the EPL but while they have him Liverpool are still one of the strongest attacks in the Premier League and therefore as I said it makes it very difficult for me to back Newcastle as an 11 to 10 home favourite. I think this will be a game that does feature goals. Newcastle set up in a defensive fashion last weekend against Man City, so I would ignore that. I think they'll go to an attack-minded mindset here against Liverpool, who always look defensively fragile. The Magpies have scored at least twice in six of the last eight home games, notching 22 goals in that period. So it's difficult to not see Newcastle not scoring. It's difficult to not see them not scoring two goals. So Liverpool would probably need to score two goals in order to cover the Asian handicap in this game of plus 0.5 or the double chance market. Therefore, over three and a half goals being priced up at seven to five plus 140 suddenly appeals because 
Liverpool would need to score two goals, in my opinion, to get something from this game. The only thing that concerns me here is if Liverpool score two goals and Newcastle only score one, that means Liverpool go on to win the game. So that's not beyond the realm of possibility that Liverpool win this game. Who's going to be shocked, other than maybe the bookies, if on Sunday evening Liverpool have gone to Newcastle and won? And we all realised that we all overreacted to the 5-1 win on the opening day of the season. So anything is possible here in this game. I'm not disregarding the Newcastle win. I just think that the price is too short and I am obligated to pick every single game from the weekend. So my main lean for this game is going to be to take Liverpool to avoid the defeat. So Liverpool on the double chance market at four to six minus 150. But I also do like over three and a half goals, which is priced up at seven to five plus 140. It's not very often I jump on this type of play. We see it all over Twitter with the fake Twitter handicappers. They all go over, 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 finding as many overs as they possibly can. I tend not to do that. If anything, I'm more of an unders player. But here, this is one of those rare occasions where I do see value in this selection. There's strong data for Newcastle to score two goals. So if I feel like Liverpool won't lose this game or I feel like they're being disrespected, they too are going to have to find their own two goals in order to get anything from this game if the data remains consistent. So I like Liverpool on the double chance market to avoid the defeat with a sprinkle on over three and a half goals. They will be my two main leans here for this one. Your game of the week on Sunday between Newcastle and Liverpool. Closing out with your lock on the show. I had a lock written down and I'm not going to make it the official lock just simply because I know I'm going to be inundated with people asking me what alternative they can take when they can't get the selection. This is where US books really need to catch up to UK books. I liked a two-team parlay on the Asian handicap market. I liked Chelsea minus one and Manchester City minus one. Now, for these selections to cash, both of these teams need to win by two goals or more. If they only win by a single goal, then that one selection would be a push, not a loss. This isn't minus 1.5. That is something you could probably widely get. Minus 1.5 would be widely available. This is minus one. This gives you the capacity to push if your team wins by a single goal. It's obviously a lot safer and obviously both selections are both juiced. These two selections together give you the price of four to five minus 125. So if you can get it, I would advocate taking this play. But a lot of people are going to message me saying that their book doesn't have that and they're looking for alternative plays. Therefore, the lock on this show is going to be Manchester City and under four and a half goals against Sheffield United. I don't see Manchester City running up a cricket score here against this team. This team will set up with a defensive mindset. It may take Man City a little bit of time to break them down. And even if it doesn't, because it took them no time to score against Burnley, there is no reason at this point of the season for Manchester City to put the foot down on the accelerator. They just want to see out games. They just want to get routine wins whilst they improve their fitness. I see something similar to the Burnley game, which was a 3-0 win. 
you can win this with Manchester City even conceding a goal if they win 2-1 or 3-1. Obviously, if they win 4-1, this is a losing bet. I just don't see that happening. Man City have kept two clean sheets so far and there's a very real possibility they can keep three against a Sheffield United team who significantly lack a cutting edge. So once again, your lock on the show is Man City under four and a half goals at the price of... Four to six, minus 150. That's going to be your lock here for this show. Don't forget all of my additional content this weekend. You already have BetMUFC, which exclusively covers the game between Manchester United and Nottingham Forest. You also have match day two for Scamessa Italia off a very successful opening weekend in Serie A. Scamessa Italia match day two will be available shortly. Over on Lock Betting, you have the Lock Betting European show behind the paywall and you have the Bundesliga show for free on the Lock Betting feed. And over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, you have another edition of the Fight Show looking at this weekend's blockbuster heavyweight fight between Alexander Usyk and Daniel Dubois. That will be covered on the Fight Show this weekend. So, That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.